the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is visiting the great state of Texas this morning. It is a great state. I always end up, uh, when I do those little tests, where should you live? And I always end up in Texas on those tests. I don't know why. He sent me a picture in front of the Capitol building, I think, of a beautiful tree with purple flowers on it it and it's funny because somebody a customer earlier that same morning i got the text had just returned one so it wasn't sephora is it sephora sephora the the texas it could be okay that's a beautiful tree beautiful tree tree. um good morning guys i forgot to say good morning morning. how are you sorry very well how are we you you guys are all ready for this week y'all ready dave i'm pretty ready this week is almost over i mean next week i'm sorry good point well, this I always speak. I well, my English isn't very good. Hey, for second language, it's great. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm I'm fully supportive of it. I saw the the moon this morning, about a quarter of a moon through kind of wispy cirrus clouds and a very fine fog out out in the East County. It was a pretty dense fog coming in from Poway. But as soon as I left my house, it became dense through. Rancho San Diego, Spring Valley, Grossmont Summit, and then it cleared up down into Mission Valley until I climbed the mesa to Sarah Mesa and it got foggy again. Yes. But you had it all the way. I, I had a little uh, opening there by Miramar on the mesa and I could see the moon. But other than that, it's been, it was foggy. It was gorgeous out at, at my house this morning. Very clear uh, with just the wisps and the, the moon looked, I don't know, especially nice for, we're in spring now, right? We that are happened this week? Last week it happened. On, on that's Sunday, right? So this week, but less weekend. Well, if Mark yeah, I, I, is that's wrong, why I corrected. That's why I corrected it. Okay, this okay. week, but last weekend. Okay, okay. Yeah. thank you, thank you for fixing that. <laughs> you knew where I was going there, I, huh? You're ready to chastise me. Yes, I was I'm used to it. So. All good. <laughs> yes, I was. And the weather this week, oh, the, it, was, it was great. It was, it was supposed to be real nice today. Again, a little warm today. Nice today and tomorrow. Yeah, it's today. It's supposed to be in the. Upper 70s and low 80s through most of the county. A little bit cooler right along okay. the coast. Right. But the rest of the county, it's going to be baking again. And it's perfect time. I, I still have my tomatoes. I've been watering them every morning in Wait, the, the six-pack. Wait, the ones pack. that you and I swapped? Yes. In the six-pack. Now, that takes extra water, those little tiny 
Yes, yeah, they do every morning, especially when it's 80 degrees during Goodness. the day. Ours are planted, just saying. <laughs> what and, are you just saying, yeah, George? I'm just saying that, that he, for he, once, once in a while, I've been more proactive than yeah. I typically am. So they're in once the ground. Once in a while. Once in a while. Again, what are you saying, George? Nothing. It's, okay. a, it's, a, it's an observation. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, so George and I being the... Thrifty? Thrifty. Thank you. Thank you. Thrifty people we are. We each bought a six-pack of two different types of tomatoes, and then we swapped three Split cells yeah. out of each of them. Makes sense. Yes. And so... You know, it, it, I do people, that with customers. A lot was, of people come in and say, you know, you. I, I don't... I don't, I don't need... I need, I need two, right. but I don't want to buy the larger ones. And I say, well, buy a six-pack. And they'll say, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't need, need that six. many. I will then share them with a neighbor exactly. because it's the same cost. Just share them with a neighbor. It's the truth. I don't... But yeah. very few people will do that. No, no it's true. And I, I guess that's nice that they don't want to waste, but... Well, they could compost it, and then it's a circle of life sort of thing. But find yeah. somebody. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. There's people out there. I'll take it. Go donate it to a... School uh, garden. A school garden or a... There you go. Yeah, community garden or something. Somebody, somebody will take it. Gump, that's a great answer. That is a great answer. Seriously. No, really? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not being sarcastic this, this time. This time. Um, well, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, because I'm sure there is a school garden that would like them. Absolutely. I mean, there's people out there that would. I mean, I yeah, they don't want to spend three ninety nine for one plant, but they don't want to buy six because they don't want to waste it. It's like some there's there's somebody out there that will take your plant. I've never thought of you as a thoughtful individual, Mark. Well, I'm but not. now I'm going to have to rethink my whole. Yeah. Typically, I'm a big paradigm shift here this morning. Um, did you get any tomatoes yet this year, Mr. Mahady? Yeah, I actually have. Uh, I've had a few cherry. Again, I didn't plant it. It was a uh, one that came up in the backyard. Uh, little cherry tomatoes. Awesome. They were. There was a sun gold initially. I, but and now it's Mark's delight. Yeah, but they're tasty as heck. I'll tell you that. Excellent. Tasty. I. Uh, what did we? What did we get? It was. Champion, no, Celebrity and Sun Gold. Gold. No, it was Champion and Sun Gold. Champion and Sun Gold. Sun Gold, right. I also put some Costa Ludo in because I like those a lot. I got a six. I got my own six-pack of early girls, too, because I have to share them. and You've got a couple in for Yes, yes, yes. And and needy neighbors. Not that George doesn't, but I'm just saying. I just like having a couple different varieties in in the garden, especially some of the good heirlooms, which are ugly, often misshapen, but they are the most. So, what are the ugly heirlooms that you? Uh, well, sometimes like, like to have. black crim, uh, Cherokee purple. You know, yeah. they, they kind of get a little misshapen, but they are and are just so, so delicious. I'm very bitter about the Cherokee purple situation. What's going on with it? There's a situation. Every yes, there's a situation. I didn't know. Every year, I for the last I can't tell you how many years. That's my oh, go-to you heirloom. Us. You can tell us. Go I'm going to have to. I will tell you. Are you sure? Go ahead. I get them in six packs because one of our growers grows Cherokee purple heirlooms in six packs. And then we can do the swap and share and all that right, stuff. Right, right, right. Okay. But so far this year, we have not gotten a single six pack of Cherokee purple tomatoes, oh. only in the individual four inch pots. And you guys know how I am. Well, you're not buying up. That's right. And there, and that's not just with the Cherokee purples, though. I mean, we, we've had a. In, in there's Detroit, a cell shortage. There's a, there is. I was talking to Brian about. Are you serious? Six really? packs. Yeah, yeah, six there's, packs there's, in general are very well, that difficult makes sense, to get. I guess with plastics right. and fuel and I don't know. Just the whole yeah. the whole kit and caboodle. Huh. Now that I've dragged everybody down. Let's pick them back up. What okay. Well, well you, something very positive is about to happen. Yes. Today. No. This week. 
this week. Uh, wait a minute. What was the definition of this week? <laughs> well, this no, it's next end. week. Okay, next week. Are we going to maybe get oh, a little yeah. moisture? I think the weather is changing. And it's funny because this one just kind of popped up. It isn't something that they've been saying for two weeks. It's coming. And then they back off and say, well, sorry, we raised we're, your hopes. We were wrong, yeah. But it looks like we're going to get significant rain on Monday. We are. I, I uh, we read last night that L.A. may double its its uh, water uh, rate rain this season. That reminds me of a Ross Perot saying. Do you remember it? If no. you're walking down the street with a penny in your pocket and you find a penny on the ground and you pick it up and put it in your pocket, you just doubled your net worth. It was something like that. It was something like so. That. If you have very little rain and you get an extra inch or two of and, rain, and you can double it. You've yeah. doubled it. Double door, but we're we're expecting between one and two inches of rain uh, from the coast uh, all the way inland, and then maybe double that amount in the mountains. So it is a perfect time, a week or weekend or coming week to do what? Well, fertilize, fertilize, and fertilize. Get out there and get the fertilizer. I think out. it's yep. I, yes. Yeah. No. And if you want to wait till Sunday, if you want to wait till Monday, that might be a little bit better. But if you want to do it Sunday, we would allow that as well. I'm going out as long Sunday as the and doing that. Forecast. Yeah, it has stays. to hold. Otherwise, yes. you're going to end up having to go out and water. Which afterwards. you'll probably have to do anyway. I started watering this week. A lot of things because it's we, been warm. We did too. I started watering a number of the, particularly the newer fruit trees that aren't quite as established. They got a little bit of extra water. And the avocados. Those are my. Those are yeah. the ones I was worried about. Citrus, making sure that citrus is producing. And the avocados are blooming and the fruit is ripe at the same time, so I really do not want to stress them yeah. Stress them right now. So have you, you mentioned feeding this weekend or this coming week because of the rains. Um, have you done any feeding up till now? I have a couple of times. And I think once when I told you guys on the air that I was going to – that day or the next day, you actually did. I think I actually did good, good, do good. it. So, do, are, do you now? You don't use a fertilizer where you're too concerned with burning, like if a triple sixteen or something. So, you, you, you're willing to fertilize again with this rain if you fertilized four weeks what ago. What was or it? Something. It was a month or two yeah. ago. So you'd feed again. I'd be happy. Yes, okay. I do not use generally harsh chemical, yeah, the harsh, strong yeah. ones, and so I can throw it out there. I do still prefer to wait until it's raining or darn close, and and Monday. Yeah. Late morning is when it's really supposed to start, so I may wait until Monday. But get it down. But have the fertilizer at hand, yeah. Right. And grow power is not going to burn, and the organics aren't going to burn. There is some concern to having grow power plus the soil penetrant from grow power plus. There's some concern to have that sitting on foliage for a day or two. So that you would want to be a little bit more careful of if it's going to be sitting on foliage. But for under fruit trees. I, I had no qualms at all. No reservations. No yeah. reservations. <clears throat> Neither do I. That's why I was asking that because we have folks that will say, well, I just fed back in first week of February. Why would I do it now? I, well, I want even, to burn my plants. Yeah. E- even so, if uh, if you fed heavily a and month ago, feed a little well, bit lighter yeah. this time. But right. take advantage of the rain. Of clean rainwater. I, I know we have things we have to get to, but before we go, one word. What do we have to get to? We're going to talk about classes and stuff. Oh, but, shoot. But before we go there, yes. the, the, with regard to fertilizing, do you have any plants that you would not fertilize uh, because they're flowering or in bloom or have fruit on them? With the no, exception of maybe. No, and no, except for I do have a couple camellias. of proteas. And what about camellias? I mean, that, that's one, right? If it's flowering, yeah. we don't want to do it. Correct. The reason I ask is I've had a number of customers that read. You know, on the worldwide internet webby thing, that I shouldn't 
fertilize fruit trees that have fruit. They, he was he was not going to feed any citrus because they had fruit and or flowers. Which should be almost year-round. I, I know, and that's what I was saying. You have lemon trees and lime trees yes. that flower all year-round. How are you ever going to feed them if you Well, you know, George, I'm glad you mentioned this then because that is very important. And I've come across many people who think they need to strip the fruit off right. once right, it's right, right because the new fruit's coming on. And no, that's not true. Let your citrus trees hold yeah, the, the yep. food for you, your so fruit for you. So it doesn't rot on the counter. So it doesn't rot on the counter or in the fridge. So are you telling me that things on the internet are sometimes not true? I didn't tell you that. Uh, George is telling you okay, that sometimes those things on the internet, oh my gosh, so many more people are coming in every yeah. day with, I need this exact number of fertilizer exactly. because it's I read crazy. it on the internet. Like, well, I mean, or, or lime or this kind of you know product. Yeah. And when you ask them why, and they'll say, well, I read it on the internet. Then you say, was it something that was tailored for the West Coast? Was East it San Coast, Diego? Yes. Was it you exactly. know, something that was an EDU site where there's some authority to it? Uh, as opposed to you know Joe's Garden blog from... And they have know. no idea, typically. Uh, right. Saying, right. Well, no, I don't know. But yeah, that's you are absolutely right. The East Coast West Coast thing is when most things are written for the East Coast. Typically, you know, you have to source it out a, a bit, but it's it is nuts. Well, no, no, no. I was just in the yesterday. Somebody needed a triple sixteen. That's what it. Oh. What it? No, it triple was a triple ten. ten. I heard the radio. Call. But yeah. what she had been using was a triple sixteen water soluble, which I've never even seen. But I'm, I'm, she swore to me it was a water soluble. And that adds a whole other layer of things. If you're using water solubles, yeah. that comes and goes much more quickly and has to be done much more frequently. Correct. Um, and that is not what we're talking about applying right before the rain. No. I just want to make that clear. Is I that mean, okay? You certainly can certainly. do that, but, but yeah, that's not what you're talking about. Now, George, do we have classes coming up? We do. Do you want to hit it after the break? Or? Well, yeah. I, was, I wanted you to start to say it, and then I was going to say... You know, today at 9 o'clock... Wait, 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 wait. Let's hold that thought because we're going to have to take a break. So if you'd like to know what classes are coming up, stick around. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170 KCBQ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Alma. We're going to take a quick break and have come back with classes right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is on vacation this week and enjoying himself. If you would like to give us a call, the phone number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Yes, right before we went into the break, George was about to tell us the upcoming garden classes at both. Well, I was, but I actually used that as a because you wanted me to do that for the segue. Right. But I wanted to finish up our conversation about finding things on the internet. Okay. Because we, yeah. have a, we have a guy who has a master's degree in botany, teaches a number of our classes. Chuck McClung, he's a, a local author, did the book on how to get orchids to rebloom. Whenever he teaches, that's one of the first things he uses as his talking points is when you find something on the internet, make sure it's tailored for the area in which you're growing. And, right. And because we do have a lot of folks, Mark, you and I were chatting, 
they come in looking for lime, you know, to balance their pH because they read it on the Well, internet. we do have some bare we, slimes. We just we got did, them in. And, and Mexican limes, too. Yes. And sweet limes. Well, I don't know if we have any sweet limes. But they're talking agricultural lime, oh. which will, you know, make a, a, an acidic soil more neutral and or alkaline, which we don't need here. We have naturally alkaline soil. So, Correct. Anyway, so it's important to know what resource you're using if you're going to purchase products based on the web. When I was yeah. growing up, I used to throw lime in the horse stalls. So don't tell for, me we don't need old, lime. Well, lime that, that's, that's, but that was a different that reason. Was, oh, exactly. We certainly can't use it. So I do, I do ask them, why do you need it? If they were said to throw it in the horse stalls, that yeah. was hip. Yeah, that'd me, be different. Let me get you some more. Yeah. Um, yes. It's a funny thing that you just touted Chuck McClung, who does know his stuff. He does And he know does his have stuff. the MS. Right. And, or M, M, what is it? MS. Masters. Yeah. Mm. Science. In okay, MS in botany. But they're listening to us here, and you had to justify, or not justify, yeah, you justified our using that phrase by his education. Right. And we're just as right when we say it. Absolutely. I just want you to know that. Absolutely. I was using him to reinforce our position. I appreciate right. that. Now, do we have any classes coming up? We do up? have classes, coincidentally, since you brought it up at what, what prior to the might break. might they be? At 9 o'clock in San Diego today, we have a propagation techniques class with Richard. Yeah, very And good. in Poway at 9.30, blueberries, care and culture with Richard Wright. Now, do you guys grow blueberries? I have. I, ha- I, don't, have, well, I don't have any more. Do you? I think I still have two blueberries that are alive uh, in the backyard up, up on the bank, but I'm not sure. I haven't looked. We, we have blueberries, and, and I have some that are over 10 years old. And if you, I've, I have found growing them in a container is the easiest way yes. here because going back to that other alkalinity, thing about, the acidity yes. inside, it's, they just, in pots, you can grow them and maintain the, the, the correct pH, and they, they grow well. What anyway, do you, what did you pot them in? The azalea mix or straight some, straight you, pink bag yep. azalea mix. Azalea Good. mix. They've been like I said, ten years. I feed them with whatever acid fertilizer I can right. find. Doctor Earth has one. I, was say, um, yeah, I use cottonseed meal, or, which is right. an acidifying uh, fertilizer. Anyway, I, the, it works well growing in containers. Anyway, nine thirty today, Richard Wright. Uh, nine o'clock next week, staghorn fern care and remounting with Olivia. That's on April 2nd. Oh, I thought you had scheduled me for a class I didn't know about. No, I would let you know. Okay, so thank that's, you. That's down in, in, in um, San Diego. And then this is going to be a good one in ni- at 9.30 in Poway next Saturday on the 2nd. What is an arborist and when should I call one? What do they do? That, that, that's that's going to be good question. because we have a lot yeah. of people. You know, we, we try to help folks when they come into the store. We give them right. advice. But at some point we go, you know, that's a little beyond us. You might want to call an arborist. Oh, who do I call? What do I do? So we have a, a certified arborist. He's actually an a agricultural scientist from Fresno State is where he got his degree. Who's that? Kirk, Kirk Peacock, Peacock is going to come in and teach for us. I so remember having a that. conversation once with Mark Mahady, who told me Kirk Peacock is the smartest horticulturalist he knows or something it's, it's there. True. He, he knows yeah. his He knows his stuff. And... Uh, not only is he a certified arborist, but he's also, and, and I've had these kind of cus- conversations with customers about somebody who needs a, an expert witness, right. or they've had problems with neighbors and trees and, and things, and he, he does that all. He knows his well, stuff. Again, not to get into the arborist thing, but we get calls typically all the time about people wanting to know how to prune, you know, what should I do with this tree? And should I cut off the roots? It's grown. It's like, you know, in a perfect world, yes, but depending on the size of the trees. But there's, you know, when you start getting into, you know, 60 foot trees and 
something falling over and you're going to cut roots off. You don't want to. You don't want to screw around with that. We can't answer those questions. It, it, you, it's yeah, you, yeah. It's probably fine, except yes. for this, 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 and this right. might be problems. If we get lots of rain and big windstorm, it might fall over on your house. I mean, so it might talk, be a good idea to have to somebody come out and yeah. look. <laughs> yes, like if you're going to go on my opinion. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well, I'm Most, looking forward to that class because in addition to the, you know, when should I call one, you know, there's going to be some helpful hints that you can do as a homeowner. And, you know, absolutely. these are things you can do, do it yourself. But, you know, after this point, you might want to reach out to a professional. Correct. Absolutely true. I was just laughing because you might want to reach out to a professional after getting done talking to us. It was kind of a shot uh, <laughs> well, backhand. You know what I meant. I do know yes. what you mean. And you're absolutely correct. Yeah. So those are the classes coming up. Today and next week, correct. Thank you. Today and next week. And we will review those at the end of the end of the class. End of the show. End of the show. End of the show. Did do we have any callers? No. Really? It's it's funny. I don't understand. No. People I mean do, really, do, yes. We do? No. Oh. No, we don't. <laughs> yes. Like yeah, for some reason I'm having Okay. Yeah, at any rate. What um, else? Well no, I <laughs> was gonna I wanna call because a lot of people are afraid to call because then they want to Talk to me. Well, yeah, probably. We, I, I'll, I won't Ask talk. Ask questions. I, 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 I'm okay with that. Yeah. Are you okay with I, that? I'm fine with that. Yeah. I was going to go back to citrus blooms, bees, and we talked about feeding. We still have a warm day, and it might be a time to uh, spray, unless they're in full bloom, in which case you right. wouldn't want to do that. And so what are you spraying? I would do horticultural okay. oil. So would I, but you, you left it just kind of open. Well, I was waiting for somebody to ask me a question. Okay, so horticultural oil on your citrus. Unless they're in full bloom, and then in which case, wait. But uh, it just takes a few hours for it to do what it needs to do, so don't worry about the rain coming up. Um, my whole front yard smells so good from all the citrus blossoms oh. and the macadamias in full oh, bloom. Macadamias are right insanely now. fragrant. It smells so good. And the bees are all over, and I'm not worried about bees now. The, the weather is warm. I It's buzzing when, yeah, I, when I got right home now, last evening. Also, ours are, are on, in full bloom, and it's spectacular. Yeah. I want to put a little bistro table down there to have coffee amongst How the How do you trees. spell bistro in this in this case? B-I-S-T-R-O. Oh, not B-E-E-S-T-R-O? That's where I thought you were going with it. To a, that's a company idea right there. Yeah. Bistro? Yeah, that's a good that'd be. I can picture a nice uh, emblem for a company. Is the bee going to be sitting at a bistro table? Maybe so. Okay. Sipping nectar? <laughs> Is that the... Uh, do I have to give you royalties if I go with that? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Just... just uh, I just need credit. No okay. royalties, just credit. All right. And I, I had a, a friend that was asking about spinosad for their citrus trees, and they got spinosad and oil and wanted to know which one to use first for citrus. And the spinosad is for citrus leaf miner. And I did not uh, speak down to said person, but what is the problem with that question? Where am I headed with this? When, which one would you use first? What am I trying to treat? Would be well, my first the spinosad is for citrus leaf right. miner, but right. my question is, and do the you have oil leaf? is for everything else. Right, but do I have citrus leaf miner action happening right now? That would be my well, question. Well, you don't even need to ask that question because you know the answer. I to that. do, but that would be what I would ask them to see why they want to use it. Right but now. if I said this is for when the citrus leaf miner shows up in mid to late May, then I would say I would suggest you go with the oil, oil first. first, right? Yeah, and that's what but, I did. And the reason I, I 
was trying to pull something there from you was I had a customer yesterday that wanted spinosad, and I was saying we don't really need it till about May. He goes, well, my leaves have citrus leaf miner. I said, oh, it's usually the old leaves. If you're seeing it in new right, growth, right. you have a very early arriving citrus leaf miner. Yeah, but maybe it's he, getting, it's like the robin getting the first warm yeah, of spring. he was convinced that it was the new growth, and perhaps it was. I don't know. I can't, but it might be. Well, since we're in that loop, let's continue. Why should we not... Let us assume he did have citrus leaf miner right now on his citrus leaves. And it's an assumption that we... Facts not in evidence? Assumes facts not in evidence. Yeah, we're not going to go with that because they're probably not here. But what else is happening with the citrus right now that the spinosad is contrary to? The bees. Yeah, it's flowering and it's toxic to bees when it's wet on flowers, right? So, so either spray in the evening before the after the bees go to bed and before they get up in the morning, or see, just the, hold the morning off. one is right. hard because I mean they're foraging as soon as the sun comes up, and, and unless you're spraying in the dark, it won't be dry by the time. So nighttime's a better time, my opinion. No, no, I agree. Yeah, nighttime's yeah. much before better. they get up in the morning. Spray at night before. Right. It's, but, but, have, but you know, we, but let we, me ask you this: say, well, I'll just spray in the morning. No, yeah, no, unless don't you're doing just it at three in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. yeah, don't because right. it needs to dry first. Correct. But what if it's cool and damp overnight and we have fog? Is it going to stay wet and damage the bees in the morning? Fair question. I don't know. I don't know the answer yeah, either. Nor do I. We can ask a plant scientist A smart sort. person. That's right. Kurt probably would know the answer to that. Yeah, most likely. I wouldn't spray, I wouldn't spray right now because the, the citrus is in full bloom. And if it's not, make sure that if we have an upcoming rain event that you take advantage of it and feed it and try and encourage it to start growing. Correct. And blooming. Correct. Like, like this week. But I, or and, next and week. Sorry. I'd be interested to actually know if there's citrus leaf miner as well because it's citrus. the spinosad is limited to six times a year on citrus, and we want to take full advantage of using it when it's actually active. Agreed. And I think probably not because if the citrus leaf miner came out really early this year, we probably would have seen it. People would have brought in samples of it already because right. as soon as it shows up, people want to know what it is. That is true. <laughs> I heard that elephant too. <laughs> So the and when you say spinosad, the product we carry that that is spinosad is what C- Captain Jack's dead bug brew. There we go. Now, um, unfortunately, Ken isn't here to discuss the all the same name but different products under the same label. But uh, yeah, That's Bonite is yeah. is rebranding all of their products as Captain Jack's. Yeah, which so it's Captain Jack's Dead Bug that's, Brew, Captain that's Jack's the organic line, right? Yes, oh, yes. It's going to all be Captain Jack's. So you have to make you sure have to you read the label. Yeah. You have to pay attention to what. Well, the label I, I think says. that's uh, the one he cites quite regularly is eight. Hey, the, Mark. Guess what? What? We have a call. Very good. Would you like me to go to it? It's up to you. Thank you. I think we should go to Diane. And actually, I need to find my cursor. There it is. Good morning, Diane. How are you this morning? She's from Tierra Santa. Good morning. Very I'm, good. I'm doing well. How about you? I well, think thank you. So far, so good. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking my call this morning. Uh, I've got a question about trees and hope you can help. Um, our homeowners association in Tierra Santa has several myoporium trees on the hill, um, which is facing west. And these trees are older trees. And they are suffering from in infection by thrips. And um, so we're losing that fight, and these trees are going to be removed. So I'm wondering if you might be able to recommend an equivalent replacement tree, you know, which has similar characteristics in terms of height and um, vertical or lateral spread um, and, and doesn't create a lot of litter. 
Well, you know, there's actually a Mayapurum that has been developed or found that is thrip resistant. It's called Clean and Green. So it's the exact same tree, just without the um, the happiness that comes with all those thrips. Ah, well, fantastic. That's an excellent well, I'm, I'm... suggestion, George. Yeah, once in a while. Um, but also, have they been removed yet? No, they have not. The tree and shrub systemic takes care of that for a year at a time. And if you yeah. buy it and mix it with water and pour it around the base, the tree will absorb it and it'll kill the thrips from the inside out without having to spray and without all the work. Um, and not the wait for the new ones to take over to get to the same I, size. I would consider working yeah. on what you have. Um, what systemic would you recommend in uh, particular? Bonide makes one called Bonide Tree and Shrub. Once a year tree and shrub. Yeah, annual. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, BioAdvanced has one as well that has a fertilizer in with it um, that does a couple of different things. And those you mix with water in a watering can and pour right around the base of the tree, and the tree absorbs it, and it will protect them from the inside out for up to a year. It is certainly worth considering. And right. The only precaution would be is if you have any kind of fruit trees near it. Yeah, you have okay. to look yeah, at your... How... That's not an issue. They also, um, I, I don't like to get involved with homeowners associations, so if you do want a tree that is different than what you already have there, it also depends on what the most likely approved list is by the homeowners association, Correct. and uh, that's always a fun thing to yeah, ne- we do have navigate. Yeah. Yeah. We have folks that come in with their, with their folder with all the trees that they can't plant. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, on, on the clean and green myoporium, is that widely available or are only certain nurseries provide that? You can only get it at Walter. <laughs> no, 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 no. It should be. We, we deal. Walter Anderson Nursery has, because of how long we have been around and our relationships with so many different vendors, um, we can frequently find things that some other nurseries uh may not have access to just because of our our web and network of suppliers and so we have access to it um and if we don't have it in stock it's special orderable when we have them when we get them in our five gallon pots they grow incredibly quickly in those pots great well this is all fantastic news thank you so much i really appreciate it all right diane thanks for the call so the, the, the Mayaporum, David, is where I first met you. I had a Mayaporum that went from a beautiful tree to oh, a... Oh, my gosh. Oh. I am so sorry. Uh, you have been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ. Whomever I just hung up on, if you'd like to give us a call back, the number is 888-344-1170. We're going to take a late break and be right back. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. 
And we are back in a regular garden with, what are we on? Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, I think, so we have a caller that has a, oh what? I was just going to say real quick, that's where I met you. We were talking about Mayaporum thrips. I I had some Mayaporum trees that were spectacular, gorgeous trees, and then... Over a period of time, they just declined rapidly. I took a couple cuttings in, like in 2000, 2001. You came to the counter, because no one at the counter had any idea, and you said, Thrips, use this. You gave me spinosad of some sort. A ratatouille of some sort? Of some sort. Anyway, and awesome. I, I actually ended up cutting them out because it was too much work. Uh, it's keeping them clean, and it was next to fruit trees, so I couldn't put any uh, Systemic systemics in. in. Right, right. So, But that's when I met you. Aw, yeah. where where were you in two thousand two thousand one when you weren't at home? Uh, I was the assistant maintenance officer for helicopter tactical wing U.S. Pacific Fleet, which is where North Island. Oh, you were here. Yeah, yeah. that's why you were here. Yep. Okay. Well, we're going to go to the phones, and either we're going to talk about a stump, or he's going to stump us. I'm not sure. It's a stump. <laughs> it's a stump stump question from PQ. Good morning, Ron. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. On, on on the outside of my back fence uh, is a slope going a little down to the sidewalk of the street. And there used to be three very tall eucalyptus trees. So about 15 years ago, I had them cut down, but they left about a 12-inch high stumps. So they are now rotting away and... I suspect there may be, I don't know, termites or something still there. or uh, I could probably easily cut them down to ground level with my sawzall. But what do I do with them? Do I put some chemicals to treat them so there's no insects? Or what do, I, what do you advise? We're all just staring at each other. Well, what's your... What's your- Plan. Oh, what do you, you want to do? Yeah. There? What do you want to do there? You want to plant something else there, or or just get rid of them because of no? The... I I don't have anything. It's it's a bare, small slope. As I said, okay. quote unquote, on the outside of my back fence. Right. Well, if your major concern is is termites, then I would probably take a, the back side of an axe. And smack at them because if after this long they're probably they kind should, of rotting yeah, away. Should probably break away pretty easily. And then with what's left, we have a a product from BioAdvanced called Termite and Something Else Killer, right. and I think I would uh, drench what's there with that, and that should take care of the problem. And if the wood persists for another season or a year, then maybe once or twice a year I would dump that termite product on it. And just drench it with that. That should take care of it. Yes. That's okay. your major concern. Your primary concern is the the attraction of termites, termites, correct? Well, I'm not sure what's in there. I hope there's nothing there, but... Uh, yeah, try, try, and re- try and remove it, and then uh, drench what's there with the bio-advanced termite killer. Yeah, pop in the store, we have stuff for you. Killer. Yes, yep. sir. It's called bio-advanced termite killer. Yes. Yes. And it's termite and something else, but that'll get you to okay. the right. That'll get you close enough. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. And now Kay is waiting in La Mesa to talk to us about a loquat and berry bushes. Good morning, Kay. 
Hi, hi. Well, my loquat tree well, is very beautiful, but then some of the fruit on it has a brown spot that's about the size of a quarter, and the meat of the fruit is not under that. It's it's kind of like gone, and it's shaped around the like the seed area. It's very strange. I wonder if there's something I could insect some kind of insect doing this, or I don't know. Is it only on the side of the uh, particular side of the tree, perhaps the south or southwest where the sun is hitting it? Yeah, it's where the sun is hitting it. And I, could it be baking the... Yeah, it sounds like, it it's, sounds like it's sunburn. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that, that, that can happen. Make, make sure the tree is well hydrated regularly while it's fruiting. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that would be great. Okay, and I noticed other, some kind of insects but i'll have to just maybe put soapy soapy something soapy water on it or something maybe yeah i've not had that. too many an in, too much of an insect problem on mine typically it's the coyotes that are my issue <laughs> they oh love, they yeah love loquats. And the birds right <laughs> yeah okay well and then the other thing i, I had was psyllid on eugenia berry bushes mm-hmm. what would you recommend for that uh, do you remember if you were listening a little while ago, David was speaking of some of the systemics? Nobody that, listens to me. I don't yeah. listen to oh, me. Do you, what, do you recommend systemics? I mean, the psyllid's kind of hard do. to get. I but, do. Yeah. So the systemics will also work on that. Unless you plan on eating the berries off of Eugenia, then you don't want to oh, use no. the systemic. But that no. soil drench or the spray okay. equivalent is really good for taking care of that on Eugenia's. Okay. Okay. And then trim them well, I guess, too, right? Yes. Okay. That's great. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Kay. Bye-bye. And poor Fran has been waiting so long in Vista, and she was so nice to us last week. Fran, good morning. She's nice every week. Good morning, guys. Do you still want me to be nice to you? Yes, please. Well, just to me. You can be mean to David. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Um, uh, I have garlic chives, which is a flat... Uh, bladed um, leaf and uh, white flowers. I have the regular chives, which is the tubular leaf and uh, the purple flowers. And then I have another one, which I was told was a society chive. And it has the flat leaf like the garlic chives, but it has the purple leaves because my friend was telling me, no, that is chives. And I said, no, uh, because chives don't have a flat bladed thing. Well, the Two plants that I planted years, years, it must be at least 20 years ago, um, they have multiplied, and the one plant is at least uh, uh, four feet all around. I mean, it's just a huge, it, it's just, and it's beautiful when it's in bloom. The other one, I put a bird bath in front of it, small one on the ground, and it went around the bird bath. But um, can I just uh, take portions out of it now and then to decrease the size, and then put it in other parts of my um, garden. Yeah, it sounds like you're saying society garlic, not yeah. not chives, but society garlic. Um, yeah. But there's no bulb. And, yeah, no, but it's still, that's the name of the plant. But yes, you oh, can cert- okay. you can divide that anytime you want. You can put Correct. a spade in there, pull it up, and, and you can give it away to friends and neighbors. Oh, I've got, I've got an acre of property. I have places yep. for it all over the place. I just let it grow for years like that. It's just gorgeous. Okay, so that takes care of that. And then I'd like to make a request for a class, if possible. In years past, you've had somebody come in to actually, uh, the participants would pay a fee to come in, and it's a paid class, 
and you'd get it, it's for bonsai, and you we would buy the bonsai tree and the pot, and the individual would show us actually how to correct uh, it in the pot. I would love to do that because now I'm hooked on bonsai. I mean, I bought three little plants that are supposedly to be used for bonsai. I've got the pots and everything, but I'm and I've got plenty of books. I'm buying books crazy because of the, of the class you had, which is very addictive. And But I would like to see it because and this time I don't care if I have something scheduled that's going to be knocked out and I'm going to the class this time. So if that's possibility, do you think, in the future? It, it is. It won't happen before probably mid to late June because we're booked through there. But, yes, it's something we've been talking about. We're just finding the right person for the workshop. Okay. And then I want to make the comment about last week's class, as always. Very, she was just, I, I can't remember her name. But she was really thorough and propagating native plants. And um, I came away with one important thing, and that is when you're having problems with uh, propagating and stuff like that, there's all different techniques. And sometimes it'll work for you. It won't work for somebody else and vice versa. And be attentive to what you're doing with your plants. So if you do have a problem, you can narrow it down with somebody from, you know, like Anderson to to put it together, but ultimately you're responsible to remember what you've been doing so that you can find a solution to the problems. Very so true. again, a wonderful, wonderful class. Thank you, guys. Thank you're you. welcome. Thanks very much for the call, Fran. Okay, bye. Bye. I started to say bye-bye, but I, know, I just but said paused, bye. Yeah. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take the last break, and we'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back with Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. And I apologize to everyone for so poorly managing my breaks this morning. I, I'm normally much better you at are. it. Well, we all we just got carried away. Good discussion. I, I, I guess so. If you would like to give us a call, do it quickly because we're almost <laughs> out of time. 888-344-1170. And we were, well, Fran said the class last week, but just to give kudos to, that was uh, Renee Murphy that was teaching that class for us on, on yes, Cali- uh, California native plant propagation. And like she said, a great class. She's from Musa, right? She was, was. from Musa. Yeah. was right. from Musa, sorry. She has moved Udo. to North, North, Northern California, right. North Central. She's uh, an environmental biologist who is cleaning up hazardous waste sites with trees and shrubs they're using them revegetation type well yes but i think they're doing i think it's more than just revegetation it's certain types of things that are helping to clean up what's been left behind which is very very interesting she's a a dynamic individual and charles carpenter also known as chuck 
uh, texted me to let me know that it's termite and carpenter ant killer. So okay, yes, Rune, I think that, I called him Ron, but I think it was Rune. Rune, okay, and Taro makes a product called Carpenter Ant and Termite Killer. Ah, so either the Taro More Natural Orange Bottle or the other one. Um, I guess I can, dare I? Yes, you should. I'm just going to, well, because, good morning, whomever you are. (laughs) Are you here? It was ringing and. No, nobody was there. I got you. So I don't think you have a call there. Yeah, well. Okay, then I'm going to drop it and apologize. And if you want to wait about 60 seconds and call back, um, somebody might be able to make it so that it works for you. So we have the carpenter ant and termite killer. I'm sure that person can hear me because the phone has answered, but uh, sorry. Um, and then uh, let's do the, the quick feeding reminder. It's not every week regardless of whether it's this week or next week, but it's not every week we're expecting one to two inches of rain, which is perfect for watering in all your fertilizer and flushing salts out of the soil that is built up from our crummy watering habits. So if you haven't, and almost even if you have, now's the time to do your big spring feeding. I'd go out and feed everything. Yep. This that means, why, why are you why well, are you no, because I, I did feed a lot of stuff, but I know what I haven't fed and with two acres, I know that I'm buying fertilizer before I leave work today. Yes. what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Um, yeah, see, this all yes. works out if you just talk about it. What kind of fertilizer are you going to purchase? Well, it depends on uh, probably the grow power, the regular grow power, the 531. Okay. Yep, for the a lot of the ornamental trees. Yeah. Particularly the liquid ambers that are not doing so well. Oh, that'd be a really good idea. If for the liquid ambers that are not doing so well, I would suggest you buy a bag of the Grow Power soil. Con- Already put it out specifically for that soil conditioner with Norwegian sea kelp. That one, yes, uh, yes, I imported did. sea kelp. Imported None sea of that kelp. domestic stuff. That's right. I actually did that already. Um, what? Uh, when did you do it? The last rain that we had. Not, oh, I'd not, do it again. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so the soil's warm. The soil's warmer. It's all all better. Um. Kathy, sorry about that. Are you still here? Good morning, Kathy. Was that you I hung up on? Yes, but I forgive you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> How can we help you this morning? Okay, a quick question. Um, I have a yesterday, today, and tomorrow plant in a pot, and it's dying. Um, the branches are slowly turning brown. The leaves are shriveling up. Um, the issue I think is wrong with it is that I do also have a succulent planted in in the base of the pot you know to drape over the sides and i don't know if i overwatered it or underwatered it uh and the succulents might be taking up the moisture is it starting to put out is it starting to put out new growth are you starting to see the the kind of purplish color of the new leaves well it it, it's starting to but then it immediately dies if it does put out any new growth mark has some insight on brunfelsia and that reminds me we need to reach back out to our our other customer with Boomfelsia. What did you do? Because I think that's probably what she well, needs to do. Probably repot it. Yes. I don't know how long it's been in the container and how often you're watering it, but um, I, I mean, I would probably repot it. And to be honest with you, I would take the succulent out or or, or put the Boomfelsia in its own pot. Yeah, the succulents need a lot less water than Correct. the Boomfelsia, and and they like a slightly acidic soil. Correct. So we have one in the ground, and it's thriving. It's spectacular right now in full bloom. So. Maybe she can send us some pictures. If, if so, yes, we are going to go with repot and yeah. thin no more. Um, 
I, I had planned on doing that and taking the, the succulents were a bad idea I, because of the different water Correct. requirements. I mean, um, however, I didn't know if it was also like I didn't know if there was something else a systemic that you were talking about earlier that I could put in to help. You, you, I wouldn't you, grow. you could, but yeah. not unless we know you have a bug problem to try yeah. and deal with. And, and we don't have any oh. indication of that yet. And, and yeah. well, in a pot also, you need to feed it more frequently. So if you haven't been feeding it, I would look at doing that as well. Okay, we'll do. So I'll, I'll treat it like a like I would um, a hydrangea then, um, or per- an that would be fine. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Thank- I got lots of those, and they're doing fine. Excellent. Thank you, Thanks very call. much for the call, Kathy. We appreciate it. Have a good weekend. So real quickly, because we are down to about a half a minute, what are the classes today? 9 o'clock in San Diego, Propagation Techniques with Richard, and 9.30 in Poway, Blueberries Care and Culture with Richard Wright. That was a little quicker than I expected. You want me to go slow? Yeah. Yeah. You have been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 and KCBQ. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.